everybody and welcome to the next episode of the Adventures in Podcast. I'm your host for today, Todd, and I will be, well, joined in spirit by my co-host Scott um, as he's sent me a few topics to be looking at for this episode. So the topics for today are all going to revolve around professional development and this all sort of ties in between the time of year for my current company. Um, around about November, December time is when we're looking at creating our you know, smart, smart achievable goals for the, uh, the year ahead, so for 2021 and it's where we review how we've been getting on over the year. Um, we use several different productivity tools to uh, I guess, work out and judge how we've been doing. And then we also use a separate sort of tool or separate types of tool to help us to uh, ensure that we've got realistic goals and realistic achievable goals for the year coming up. So the tool that Scott has sent over is uh, something that's to do with productivity and time management and it's a way of splitting your tasks and putting them into an order of magnitude for how you know when you approach these so for example um we have two columns two rows um the rows which go across so we've got important tasks and then we've got under that not important tasks and then you've got columns of urgent and not urgent. So if your task falls under the important and urgent, then that's saying that you want to be doing this task. If it's an important but not urgent task, you want to schedule it. You know, you want to note it in your notebook, write it down somewhere. If it's not important, but it's still urgent, then is that something you could delegate to someone else? next and finally so not important and not urgent so this productivity tool is telling you to delete these things but i think we can find a few workarounds to to approach this so i'm going to start with the urgent and important section where these saying that these are tasks that you're going to be you need to do so there are going to be many many different examples of these tasks um it's all going to change and chop and change depending on your job um a few examples would be responding to urgent emails or if you have children an urgent task would be you know to pick them up from school if they were unwell um or dealing with any behavioral issues if they have them at school things like this you know at work it could be your boss screaming at you that you need to get a task done that is something that you want to be doing you don't want to be you know winding up your boss even more or your colleagues if they've been asking you to do a task and you're just not getting around to it you know that this is very this is simplistic at this stage you know if, if someone is telling you a task needs to be done and it's your responsibility then yeah it's something that you do need to drop everything and that's what you need to be getting on with. In terms of where it gets a bit more woolly, where it gets a little bit more difficult to decide are 
in between the tasks where you're scheduling them. So you're noting them down in a notebook, for example. And these could be things like, you know, what we're doing now, professional development, networking, exercise, strategic planning. So things that aren't necessarily involved in, you know, pushing forward your current job role. You know, these are extra additional things. So in my current job, there are uh, learning tasks that you can do on, on a website that aren't mandatory that you can sort of get on with and, and, you know, learn more skills. You can learn better skills in Word or Excel, for example. So these are important skills if you don't have that skill already. And it would be important that you schedule some time you know, put a meeting in once every two weeks to spend an hour on, you know, making your understanding of, of Excel even better. You know, especially if you use that in your working environment. It's a really important thing to to be showing as well your progress. If you put in your calendar that you've been doing, oh, look, every two weeks I've put time aside to do this. And this is what I've been doing. Here's my progress from the beginning to now then that's tangible, objective evidence to show to your boss at your end of year review, look what I've done. I've done this. And that, you know, it's really difficult to, for them to say, no, that's not been positive. No, that's not been helpful. So, you know, a lot of the time it can be a little bit of a battle depending on your boss, depending on how they are, as to whether or not, you know, things are, uh, going to be seen as being positive things but you know if you've got that examples you've been putting in the effort then you know I can't see any reason why you know things like that wouldn't be seen as positive so delegating tasks now unfortunately not everybody is in a position to delegate you know you, you could be living on your own and not be in a job where you have anyone that's a subordinate or even peers that you could delegate to so some of these as i say i i I kind of want to go through what this this uh productivity tool is trying to say but also i kind of want to dismantle it as well and here's where it kind of starts to fall apart you know it hasn't put in or it doesn't seem like the things that are on there are really truly thinking about you know, a professional environment or even a, a normal working environment. You know, it's saying in here, so responding to some emails or a delegated task. And it's like, well, actually, that could be more like an urgent and important task rather than a not important thing. Um, in terms of specifically for my role, responding to emails is a is a definitely an urgent task and i think it falls in a bit of a gray area between important and not important it always depends on on the uh the subject of the of the email um but i would say that emails in in the context of my job role fall into the important row there's i don't think there's ever a non-important email sure you can have things like um you know the the if we've got team building exercises and things like that sure those things are they fall into that category 
but you know in general the way that i i work and the things that happen for me is my emails would always fall under an important important category um and then i kind of feel the same way about this delete it section the delete it section um it says distractions that can make you feel worse afterwards so you should and you should only do them in moderation and the examples give given are social media tv video games eating junk food you know basically your hobbies what you're doing after work to to chill you know i wouldn't expect that there's anyone doing any of these tasks within their working day so maybe social media maybe picking up your phone every 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 time you have a break you pick up your phone to look at facebook or twitter instagram whatever but that's more to do with your what profession you're in anyway if you get breaks like that then as far as i'm concerned you know use them as you see fit if you're not one that's looking to to jump and and rise up that corporate ladder then I'd say for your downtime, right, feel free to do whatever you like. But you should fully understand that, you know, social media, unless that is your job role, watching your watching TV, unless that is your job role and video games. And we all know that that is, you know, a, a completely viable way to earn a living if you make it big. You know, that that's something that is something that you could be doing. And then the junk food, you know what? I think everyone's aware of the positives and negatives of of um, a good diet. And, you know, it's something that I don't think we should bang on about in these productivity tools. You know, the, these productivity tools should give you, a, you know, I guess more than a base of information. Um, I know it will be probably difficult to um work it that way so that it applies to everything but then the thing to think about is could you have actually made this tool a bit more uh open to um changes could you have added into here to say hey actually instead of these examples being fixed why don't you think of things you know that that could fall into this category so Instead of being a so the the they're saying do it is things with clear deadlines and consequences for not taking immediate action, yeah that would apply to actually every single email that I had even emails that were to do with the social aspects of my job role you know nothing to do with the job itself but I would get a bollock in if I did not respond to emails to do for social gatherings. You know, and although there haven't been that many of them for this year, um, in the cases that there have been, yeah, you do you get a you get a telling off if you don't respond to them. So it's all very subjective, you know. Um so making these tools a bit more a bit easier to apply to your own role is something that could be worked on for this particular one. Um but that's that's the, the main skill out of it. So this is the takeaway. So the takeaway after this review is that this particular product tool or productivity tool, should I say, is, is a good start. It's a foundation for you. 
you know, do split your tasks up into, you know, urgent and not urgent tasks and then rank them in terms of their importance and if they're not important. So you can then decide whether or not this is something that you can do. You know, I I, I feel like the not important and not urgent items so you're delegating and scheduling tasks you could probably fit them together in kind of a middle ground that you're not always able to delegate things some people just aren't able to do that you know you may be in a a situation where you do have peers but it's not appropriate for you to be delegating tasks out to them or even asking for help so with these tools, you know, you've always got to, you always have to put in more work than expected. You couldn't just, I don't think you could just print this out, put it on the wall and work to it. You've got to, you have to make it specific for you. You have to do things additional that are going to help you in the long run. And once you're doing things like that, once you are making the effort to, to use productivity tools like this or time management or smart orientated goals or you know anything like this once you've got that ability and it does take practice but once you have the ability to apply uh, these tools to your specific needs then that's when you're going to have a much better understanding of how and much better way to develop your own personal skills so that was a fairly deep dive into a time management and productivity tool that was uh, sent over from scott so thanks again scott for that Um, i hope in the coming episodes we're going to have you uh on on the show um talking live um which i'm really looking forward to so on to the last topic of this episode, uh, which is help to become more successful. And this is all to do with setting goals for yourself, but not only setting goals, setting better goals, setting goals that are specific, that are measurable, that are attainable that are relevant and time-based so that smell spells out smart so s specific m measurable a attainable r relevant and t for time-based so this harks back to what i've said earlier about these productivity tools that you'll see pasted up on linkedin and I think we'll probably do another deep dive uh, next episode if if Scott finds some more for me. So in terms of the, the SMART goals, specific. So it has to be a goal that is specific to you. You know, it has to be something that can be um, that can be um, linked to you, that is definitely to do with you. And can also be 
you know, split up into exactly what you need it to be. So, for example, uh, one of my goals for last year was the creation of work instructions and work instructions for the particular department that I'm involved in. And then because we couldn't at the time when we made the goal decide how many or what type of work instructions there would be, we had to be less specific about what was going on, but we were more specific in terms of how you were, uh, how I was going to achieve this. So we put down that you will, that one of the uh, changes to the specific side of it was that part of that goal was to decide what work instructions needed doing. So that was part of that specific kind of task that, yes, we could say work instructions or standard operating procedures, but because we don't know exactly how many there are, one of the tasks that's specific to that goal is to find out how many there are. So that was part of the, the goals. So, and it becoming, you move on to then. So once you've got your goal, it needs to be measurable. So having a clear definition of, of what success is, you know, having a, a, a way to evaluate your progress as well. So if you can evaluate your uh, achievement, then you can show that you've and show and know that you've achieved the goal. Next, you move on to attainable. So it should be a challenge to you, but reasonable to your skills to achieve. So you may, as you're going along, if you set set in there some hard, some gated, you know. Um, time scale to that which kind of falls into the next two topics so it it being attainable means it's relevant to you which also means it's time bound so and you know it's timely so it being attainable means that it's something that is to do with the current job that you're doing and then the time scale that you've got to do it is within the realms of what you would be able to give under your normal working arrangements. Sometimes bosses expect you to do a little bit extra, maybe work a little bit harder to achieve a goal, maybe stay 20 minutes, half an hour, an hour, once or twice a week to to work on these goals, which in some circumstances is completely, you know, acceptable and others it isn't. You know, it completely depends on your situation. So having a attainable goal you know it should be a challenge to you and but it still should be reasonable you may need to have a further plan on steps that you're going to take to to reach this goal so which may not be in the um specific or measurable aspects of these 
of these goals. They might be something that comes up later on that you need to prove out to your boss at the end of the timescale that you've been given. So thinking about this and then thinking about the relevance and the fact that it's time bound, you see how important it is that not only do you create goals that are using this particular um, device, SMART, if you understand how to create a SMART goal, then you're going to be able to understand how to dismantle that goal into all of the relevant steps that you're going to need to take to achieve it. Now, if you did have any questions about this or wanted um, to ask me anything, then what I'm going to do now is I'm going to share out um, a link where you can send me questions. And I would absolutely love to have any kind of audience involvement in this and answer your specific queries about any anything that you have. So if you do have any questions about anything that we've gone over in this episode or any further professional or any anything at all, any topics at all that you want to cover, then I will give you the link right about now. So if you did want to send me a message uh, for any of our upcoming podcasts um, about anything at all, um, it could be job related, could be life related, anything that you want to talk about, um, we may even feature you in the episode um, with the recording section uh, in the anchor.fm uh, messaging system. If you go to anchor.fm, so A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M forward slash Todd hyphen hair forward slash messages, there'll be an option on there to send me a message and I will do my best to in- include any messages into the upcoming podcasts. So I really do hope to hear from people um, from anybody about anything and it will be a, a really good place to start and, and start getting involved into any any people that are listening. Well, this podcast has been uh, a long one again to record. Um, what I might do for uh, upcoming episodes is record and leave in all the uh, errors that I, I make Um <laughs> perhaps um the the way that anchor works is is really good so i can basically start recording press stop and then delete that section if i wanted to and then just re-record um that's that's what i've been doing so if i make a mistake i can go into the app and delete up to the point where i've made a mistake and then just start recording over the top of it um, but what you do find is you just get stuck in a rut of stopping, deleting, re-recording over and over and over. And yeah, it can become um, quite difficult to get things right. And then when you do get things right and you make a mistake at the end, it's even harder to get back on track. So yeah, this is, this is honestly, guys, um, I, I really can't, you know, boost up Anchor as a as a way to record as a way to start this has been and it is so much easier than any other way that i've found so far all the other th- you know bits that i've looked at want payment from you or it's only a free trial for a little bit whereas anchor is completely free um and you know i i can 
attest and recommend it. I really can. You know, I'm doing all of this on my phone. I haven't needed to use any special, you know, software or anything like that on my computer or, you know, do anything other than press record on my phone and it's all going. It's 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 fantastic. It's brilliant. So um, hopefully we're going to get Scott more involved um, over the coming over the coming months. Um, We'll probably go into an episode at some point on, you know, a little bit of a deeper dive on uh, to myself and to Scott um, so that you can see some of the potential uh, boundaries that we have about recording with one another. Uh, I mean, the biggest hint that is not really giving away too much is that I am based in uh, England and Scott is based on the West Coast of America. So um, the time difference is a little bit tricky for us at this moment in time. Um, But, you know, we hope we endeavour to, to work together properly and yeah i hope to hope to get him in, on board and properly in, involved in these podcasts for our for our little adventure in in bringing our creativity to the world essentially that's our goal that's our plan and yeah so we we've started off with the podcast is the easiest thing to do you know i i don't have all the things necessary yet to start vlogging I don't have the the space set up to do that in a in a way that's not going to either um you know affect the the family at home and you know all these other things so we're starting slow but the point is we've started that's the main goal we've started we're going to keep going and I really hope that anyone that's listening in is going to come along for that ride Thank you ever so much for listening. If you've got to this point, I really appreciate it. Um, As I say, if you want to send me a message, then find me on anchor.fm forward slash Todd hyphen hair forward slash messages. And the hyphen is just like the little line that's like midway up. Um, (laughs) It's not an underline. It's a line that's midway up. So anchor.fm forward slash Todd hyphen hair forward slash messages. Um, I will endeavour actually probably to change things around so that it's an adventures in uh, Mm -hmm. messages thing. So until next time, guys, keep having your adventures in whatever you're doing. See ya.